What is up? It's Memorial Day Monday, May 31st, and you're listening to episode 23 of the Chasing Points podcast, your weekly honest dive into the world of sports. I am Sam. And I am Brandon, the one without the Rock's energy drink. Continue. Yeah, it's good. I tried the Rock's energy <laughs> drink. I don't, I don't it's, know. It's uh, pretty good. I dislike Sam, everybody. I love him, but I dislike him at the same time. Wow. But yeah. What's your beef with me? What's going on? Uh, Sam, I don't think we have enough time on this podcast to do that. So I think wow. we should just stick to uh, what we do best is talk about sports. Got it. So I was going to ask you how you've been, but uh, screw that. So <laughs> looking ahead tonight. <laughs> no, ask me how I've been, man. No, I don't care. I no, don't care. You, sh- you no. should ask me how I've been. Sam. You know, I haven't seen your face. We uh, had to take last week off and um, I haven't seen your face in a while. We talk every day, unfortunately, but and all of a sudden you come in here. Throwing, uh, throwing it's a hostile shit. work environment right now it's for sam hostile. i'm gonna um, call the boss <laughs> i just want to let you guys know since sam doesn't want to ask me the question the reason why we didn't do the podcast last week it's completely all my fault uh i went to a bachelor party uh needless to say uh first time outside uh you know for a year and a half away from like things with a, a group of people and uh i lost my voice uh you know met some met some young ladies back from this way and oh you know we we had a conversation you know i mean and it was just like oh it's great you're from the area cool great right had conversations partying in the club uh nobody in ocean city wears a mask i i think they just forgot how to do that um but yeah you know i'm here i'm alive and kicking you know but i have my voice back as you can hear aren't sam's probably wishing i didn't aren't the post-covid get-togethers fun it's like I don't it's even interesting. know how, what this feeling is anymore. It's it's weird because it's like it's kind of like a rebirth um, is right. the best way to kind of describe it. So it was like weird being back outside in the club. So the, this particular club, if anybody that's listening that's been to Ocean City in recent memory or prior to the pandemic, uh, it's called Cowboys. Uh, Sam, I was confused because the first song that they played was a country song. I'm not a country guy. Right. The next song was a hard hip-hop new york song and i didn't know what to do myself i was like oh now they play my song and as soon as you get into the groove of your song they come back with a country song and i was like i, I just don't know what to do now i don't i don't know what to do so i was confused the whole night identity crisis yes there. i was confused the whole night i didn't i didn't know what to do with my body so it just my it arms just, what do i do <laughs> my hands i just, just didn't know where to put them. well i'm glad you're feeling better and you sound better than Thank uh you. last Thank week you. it was Thank rough God. yes but you know i was ready to you know, come over there, bring you some soup, whatever we had to do, man. Get you some tea. Don't some don't honey. let don't let Sam lie to you guys. He was ready to cancel the whole podcast because he didn't know if I was going to get my voice back. I sound like I smoked 100 cigarettes uh, in a day. It sounded disgusting, but my beautiful uh, melodic voice is back to grace all of your ears again. Yeah, we're ready. And looking ahead tonight, we're going to update you on the Aaron Rodgers drama. Uh, tell you where we want to see Julio Jones traded and more. And in a second, we're going to dive into NBA playoffs and all those storylines. It's been a crazy week, week and a half in the, in the NBA since we last talked to you. But first, Hayes, it's Memorial Day. So, you know, I'm, on behalf of the podcast, just want to say thank you. And uh, as we remember the men and women who have served in the armed forces for this country. So thank you very much. Absolutely. I'm going to uh, I'm going to start by thanking my father uh, He as as he is a veteran. Um, and I want to thank those that served alongside of him that still gave my father opportunity to raise me, my sisters, um, 
and, and to raise a family. So I, I thank y'all. Uh, I think even the people that aren't with their family that that have uh, transitioned on, you mean a lot to all of us. Uh, and we don't say it enough. So absolutely, thank you. Uh, and happy Memorial Day to to everybody out there for sure. Absolutely, and thank you. Uh, and uh, yeah, this wouldn't be pot. You know, us doing this podcast would not be possible so we appreciate that but, yes we beat russia you know. right now so that's not a good yeah <laughs> diving into the nba playoffs we are you know there's some matches well there's a matchup already set the bucks swept the uh the miami heat which we'll get into but brandon just diving right in what what are your initial thoughts going on in the nba right now it's just been as i mentioned a wild two weeks yeah. uh i'm gonna wait to see my bronze slander um till we get to that part because uh, he's been doing a lot of funky stuff uh, in the league, and a lot of people have been talking about it, and I don't really like it. Uh, so there's that. Um, the Heat, extremely big disappointment. I think the biggest takeaway, and I, I, I sent it to you in a text, and I was thinking about it uh, last evening. Um, what do we? How do we really break down the bubble? Because in the bubble, the Heat looked unstoppable, right? And now we yeah. fast forward to now, uh, the Heat looked terrible. Um, and they look terrible. Tyler Hero, uh, Duncan Robinson, uh, looked absolutely terrible throughout this whole season, essentially. Um, well, I was gonna say, yeah, Hero's looked awful all he's year, he's looked awful all year. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest loss for them was you losing uh, uh, Jay Crowder, uh, who was on the Suns, who had a who's been going back and forth with LeBron, and I absolutely love it. Uh, they've always had battles anytime they match up, but um, just seeing how the Heat just pretty much were a shell of themselves in the bubble. Uh, and then Giannis's disrespectful remarks of basically saying, uh, we don't essentially play with our food, uh, we eat it. So uh, I loved it because I love that intensity from a player, uh, but the Heat just look bad. I just think this is just a setup for – uh Kawhi when the flippers as my coworker would call them not the clippers <laughs> the flippers when they lose uh Kawhi coming to Miami because him and Jimmy Butler uh uh have a great relationship and I see that happening and that that would just be phenomenal cuz Kawhi brings defense and offense so that would be a big big uh, piece for them there could you that's something we have to save for a little later but could you oh, imagine oh, we'll talk about you know the clippers traded everything and the kitchen sink for Paul George and how Kawhi is going to be gone. It's just, yeah, it's in the, it's kind of the writings on the wall. If, if the Clippers can't escape the, the Mavs right now. And, and, you know, even though they came back um, and Mavs are up two one, who knows, but if Luca, Luca keeps playing like Luca is playing man, that's crazy. But we go, go back to the heat. I mean, some teams really bought in, in the bubble last year, you saw it with the heat. Um, Obviously, the Lakers, they won. But then there were teams that were just disconnected. Uh, Paul George and the Clippers. Paul was openly honest about just what his struggles going through with COVID and, and being isolated in the bubble and, and everything else. And you saw it with um, saw it with the Jazz. You know, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert kind of were open um, at the beginning of the year or in the offseason saying that they didn't feel comfortable and they weren't on the same page. And obviously, they had some history going back into to March with, with the beginning of COVID and everything. So, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's gotta be crazy spending what, like 90 something days, like trapped in Orlando 
um, away from your family and friends. It's it's got to be wild, and and you kind of forget that these guys are human. So it's it's funny that you say that. I don't know if you uh, <clears throat> do you have HBO Max, Sam? Yeah. Are you, um, did you watch the show? I, I mean, did, uh, the the shop. Excuse me. I didn't watch it yet. I, something I was gonna do uh, tonight. Absolutely. So I watched it last night. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I what, heard. What, I heard the clip where state, LeBron. I yeah. I'm not going to tell you what mind state I was in when I watched it last night. But I watched it last night, and uh, Bron basically said uh, he Maverick Carter said he was like, uh, uh, well, first LeBron said I can't bring my daughter to Disney yeah, right now. I, I heard that. And then Maverick Carter was like, so so you're saying that the Magic have no chance? And LeBron said, no chance, <laughs> no chance that I would ever go there. He was like, I he's like essentially saying that he had PTSD of of Disney um, or, or Orlando, the area in general, which I can understand because these guys were literally stuck in a bubble, couldn't do anything like that was their life last year. Uh, bubble, bubble and bubble. So I, I dig it. I, 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 <laughs> I wouldn't want to go back anytime soon to a place that I felt like I was kind of like closed in either. So. I understand. Yeah, it's um, you know, so we kind of touched on the Bucks sweeping the heat there and, and Giannis and Drew Holiday, just Chris Middleton and just putting on a show there. What other I guess right now Nostra Hay is here because you've had <laughs> an incredible streak lately of just calling things. So many things. It's just lost, you know, I, I can't even remember, but Thank you, Sam. What what are what are you putting a fork in right now? What's what's over as far as you you're concerned as far as these series? I, I think it's very easy to see that the Sixers are, Sixers are winning that. Um, right. That that series is over. Um, I, I do want to get into a discussion about the fans briefly while we're still talking about the NBA uh, at some point, but um, <clears throat> the Sixers they're they won their series. Uh, this. Watching currently right now, seeing what uh, my Nets are doing against the Celtics. They gave the Celtics life in the last game. Uh, the Celtics right now, as we're recording right now, are winning 33 to 29. Um, the person that needs to wake up in this series is Kyrie. Um, the person that had something to say about the fans. And ever since that point in time, Kyrie's been cold, uh, non-existent, and it's essentially been just James Harden and, and KD. So Kyrie needs to wake up. Uh, the bench is looking uh essentially not effective at this point in time. Uh, but I, I think that will change as the series goes. If, if they take this game, it's, it's over. Um, so there's that. But <clears throat> with that being said, you alluded to it earlier, the Bucks are already sitting there waiting for whoever wins this matchup, right? So I believe, and I would like to believe that it's going to be the Nets, right? But whoever wins this matchup, the Bucks are sitting there rested. Now they lost DiVincenzo, which is a big part of them, uh, defensively and offensively so that's going to hurt but uh Forbes is is his name uh he's actually been balling absolutely balling so they do have somebody that can take his place but that's going to be an interesting matchup but I really do feel Sam and this is my honest opinion now I, I told you I picked the Nets <clears throat> to go to the finals right yeah the way that the Sixers have it set up right now is they have a easy passage to the finals and here's why i say that they're well, the, going the number to number one seed uh, this exact they're the number one seed lay it right? out lay it they're, out there they're about to play uh who is it that they're about to play i'm sorry um what's the i can't even think of the team they're about to play they're playing well they're 
they're gonna beat the Wizards pretty easily. Yes, but the team that they're gonna play next is uh, why, why can't I think of the team's name? It's it's really really eluding me right now. But whatever. So they're gonna play the they'll uh, play the winner of the the uh, Celtics Nets Bucks series. Whoever wins that, right? Uh, they play. Uh, I'm trying to. I really don't even remember who the hell they play next. It's really yeah. bothering me right now. It's all good. But whoever they play well, next, I'm right? Looking, I'm looking into. <laughs> Thank it. you. Please look it up. Um, so they're gonna have an easy coasting into the finals, right? And then they're gonna play after those two teams beat each other up. They're gonna play that team probably well rested because they're gonna be they're gonna sweep the team that they're gonna play next. Sam's gonna drop the name, which I don't know why it's slipping my mind right now. Um, it's all good, man. But Sunday night, what are we gonna do? All it, right, who, who's so, the team? So they are going to play the winner. Philadelphia is going to oh, play the winner of the Knicks. The Hawks. Uh, Hawks. Yes, it's going to be the Hawks. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know why that slipped my mind. That's all it's good, man. Be, it's going to be the Hawks. Um, because, and we're going to talk, we should talk about that series. I'm going to talk about it right now. We're going to, well, we could do it now. It's on oh, the we, list. Let's we, do it. we can talk about it right now since we're already here. You know, Sam, we can, we can mesh it all together. Um, the Hawks, Trey Young, Sam has said it. Uh, in his notes <laughs> to let you guys know. And Sam is 100% right. This is the coming out party for Trey Young. For those that watch basketball, you know that Trey Young has been this cold. This is the reason why. This is the one athlete that when they say they're cold from Atlanta, I agree with. Outside uh, the other person, uh, who his name is Matty Ice, uh, who is not that. He's ice cold because he's terrible. Uh, but... Trey Young has been an absolute monster. Uh, I the only person I think I can compare him to Sam is is Steph Curry in the league. What what would you say with that? Like I I'm I not saying that he's Steph Curry because he doesn't have rings. Right. But the only person that I can play like the arc, his style of play is Steph Curry. There was a lot of that when he was coming out of the draft, Trey yes. Young, and uh, you know I, he's certainly not as efficient as. Steph Curry, but he's also just two or three years into the league, but he certainly embraced the villain role to to go into Madison Square Garden and take one of one of two, but in, in just in the way the Knicks let him win that game, I'll yep. say that they couldn't block these damn floaters going through the lane. It was, uh, you know, as a Knicks fan, upsetting to see, and the series has been, I mean, it's been great great to watch Trey and the, and the Atlanta Hawks and, and the Knicks. Yeah. That series right now. Yeah. It's been a great series to watch and it's been a lot of fun and being a Knicks fan, but you know, Julius Randall's on the back of a milk carton right now. I have no idea where the hell he is. And RJ Barrett too has had his moments, but you know, extremely cold. I think the two of them combined for like 21 points on game three. So if they're going to continue to play like this, yeah, this game, this matchup is over and the, and game five, is uh is going to be on well let's set. be fair let's be fair and i'm not one to ever uh yeah no of course. the knicks bail um because i have uh, a love-hate relationship for the knicks i'm from new york i don't ever root for the knicks because of the terrible knicks fans that i grew up around uh but some of the good knicks fans i.e sam uh i i i my boy kyle 
Miles, you do not get a pass on this one. Um, I got your back, Miles. No, so don't give him. Don't don't have his back. I like Miles. I, I love I love him. That's my brother. But he <laughs> Miles is that he was the first person to, to pretty much defecate on uh, Zach oh. or uh, a Randall. Excuse me, not Zach Randall, Rand, Julius Randall. And I was just like, uh, I think you should take that back. But right now in the playoffs, he's eh, right. So I think. Let's be fair. This is Julius Randle's first playoffs, if I remember correctly. I know it's RJ's first playoffs. Um, I know it's pretty much a bulk of that team's outside of Alec Burke uh, and and Derrick Rose. Uh, it's their first playoff, right? So and and Taj Gibson as well. But um, they don't have that experience. They don't have that. Uh, I I would say that lineage of of learning and understanding what the playoffs are. So as much as people may fault them, I think this is going to be a, a benchmark for them. This is going to be a learning point for them oh. to, to grow. Right. You and took this is, the words out of my mouth. This is and this exactly is going to be, gonna say. this is also going to be something that's going to attract more free agents. And I, I just was talking about this with Farkas before I came here. Um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised for Knicks fans. And, and I, I'm never one to say, Oh, Knicks fans are going to get this. Cause you guys have been, missing free agents for a while, but I would not be surprised if you got Carl Anthony Towns and I would not be surprised if you got Donovan, the spider Mitchell. Well, it's not lined up that way. There's a lot of you. There's a the coach from Utah that's there that Donovan loves and yep. the Kentucky connection with um, some other free agent or, you know, some other players in the league there. Um, you know, for sure. I think the Knicks got here ahead of schedule. I love what Leon Rose has been doing and what Tibbs has been doing. And there's no premier players on this team yet. And if you can, you know, Julius Randle, if, if he's going to play like a all pro candidate, like he's been all year, then yeah, this team could, you know, could advance to the next series. But I, I think the, the modest Knicks fan would tell you, I, you know, it's just been fun to be here. And the, the garden's been, incredible i was in the city wednesday and just you know every every bar in in the area had the the game on and people were huddled around watching it was it was a lot of fun to you know just kind of feel that vibe but can we get you know i I say we as a knicks fan can we get a bradley beal can we get a devin booker can we get a, a player on this team somehow either through free agency or trade to help it's a perimeter league can we get a score here help out rj and uh yeah this uh, get our feet wet that's what the season is, has been i i've said it before in my passing i think i might have said it to you um uh just in the conversation again that i had with Parkers earlier uh like i said i don't ever ever shout out big names for the knicks but I would not be surprised if RJ wanted to be back with his roommate. I mean, uh, excuse me, Zion wanted to be back with his roommate, RJ. Yeah, it's um, something we've talked about, too. Yes, we have yeah. talked about it on here, um, and I'm putting it out there. I would not be surprised if it happened. Uh, Zion is a very loyal person, um, RJ as well. I think that would be a perfect match. But I, I, I think RJ is going to continue to grow. He just needs uh, more veterans around him that teach him how to play within the NBA. Uh, his godfather, Steve Nash, obviously he's not going to, he's going to give him advice. Uh, 
on off season, probably not during the regular season because he's got to play against them. Uh, but uh, I, I think he's going to continue learning because he has some good people around him. So uh, I'm interested to see what the Knicks do. Uh, the The city is uh, the city is good when we have both of our teams, uh, you know, in the playoffs. Uh, I don't like how the Knicks fans are trying to call for the Nets. They don't want that problem. Um, but I, I I love that energy that's coming from the Garden. I love seeing what's going on right now in that series. And it's, it's what basketball is supposed to be, man. Yeah, for sure. And I, I'm glad you said that because even though you hate the Knicks, the, the city's better. Basketball is better when the Knicks are winning. Absolutely. And, and they're being respon- the fans are being responsible and something we don't really need to get into right now unless you want to but goddamn just keep your keep your keep your body to, fluids to yourself body fluids to yourself respect keep, keep your popcorn to yourself come on uh, guys come on it's not that hard of a it's not that hard of a situation like i just don't understand we, you finally we finally get an opportunity to go back outside and be able to go to actual games and then you guys want to act fools like you you spat over 50 cent and his young lady, which I'm surprised 50 didn't turn around and cold cock that dude when homeboy spat at Trey Young. Uh, you threw popcorn on Russ. And the crazy thing is these situations continue to happen with Russ. Like, I don't understand why people keep testing Russ. I think they're doing it because they know he's inside of the arena. I don't think you understand that if you catch Russ outside of the arena and doing that, Russ is going to smack the piss out of you. Uh, there's no other way to put it. He is going to smack you into next Tuesday. And it's, I think I think people keep forgetting what happened back in the brawl in the palace when Ron Artest went into the crowd. Like, I don't think people understand that this is what's going to happen is that you're going to disrespect the wrong player and they're going to cold cock you. And then you're going to turn around and try to sue them. And if I was the judge, I would say, but you did this, didn't you? So this is what you deserve. Yeah, you know, it's it's a Twitter atmosphere. It's a Twitter mindset where it's yes. like, I'll just hide in this arena with 20,000 people and let me just act a fool. And yeah, there's no, I mean, from the commissioner to league owners to have made, already made statements and, you know, we'll say ours right here. Like, man, just be damn respectful. Come on, can we do this? Can yes. we be human beings? Yes. Can we respect human beings? They're playing basketball. They're playing a game. It means a lot to you. I understand. We're sports fans too. We're big enough sports fans that we started a podcast to talk about sports and you guys listen to it. And I'd like to think that all of you are nice, respectful people, which they are. But it, I don't know. Can we just stop? Anyway, yes. Speaking of coming out party, you know, we could talk all. I feel like Luca kind of already did this last year, but he's just continuing to put the Mavs on his back and, you know, be a problem for the Clippers, the Clippers that kind of tanked and wanted to play the Mavs. And now Dallas, uh, you know, Dallas is up to one. Uh, I don't know if you've had any thoughts on Luca. Cause I also want to talk about John Morant too, even though the Memphis Grizzlies are down to one to Utah right now, John Morant is, is, <laughs> is a problem in, in Memphis right now. I do want to talk about Luca and I do want to talk about Ja, but I'm going to talk about Luca very quickly because I want to talk about Ja way more. Um, Luca, I said it before because I've, I, Sam, I know you understand that I'm a basketball fan. I don't think uh, the listeners understand how big of a basketball fan I am, but legit to the point that I watch high school basketball, that I go to high school basketball games. I'm putting you guys on notice right now. 
Dior Johnson. He's from Kingston, New York. He is going to be a problem. The, the fact Before that five, he, shout out. Thank you to the fact that he has played with Bron's son to the fact that he's went to Bron's house and actually learned from Bron like this. He is going to be one of those people. I sent you another person, Sam, throughout this week that he's going to also be another problem. Like I pay attention to what's going on, but we're talking about Luca right now. I've been watching Luca when he was playing over the pond, right? He's been a problem. He's been playing professional since he's been what, like 17 years old, 16, 17 years old. He's been a professional. So he just came to the NBA already knowing how to play the game with his skill and just abusing people. He's been abusing Patrick Beverly. When's the last time you've heard somebody abusing Patrick Beverly? Um, not too often, right? So again, he's playing the flippers who who are not gonna ever win in the staples. They just need to hurry up and just leave the staple centers because they're never, ever, ever going to win there and they're never gonna get out the first round either. Um, so that's that. My boy John Morant, I've been screaming his name <laughs> since college. He is my favorite, hands down. My favorite young player in the league. He is a superstar. He was a superstar last year to me, even in his rookie year. He was a rookie of the year. He's a superstar this year. And he's, I, I don't even want to say it's a coming out party for him because he's been doing this since he stepped on an NBA court, Sam. Am I wrong about that? Or no, the guy who was like no star recruit or something like that, right? And then this, he, I love John Morant. I love his game. And as a Knicks fan picking third, I love RJ. I was okay with it, but I was more hurt that I couldn't get John Morant than Zion. Cause like, why couldn't we at least pick second was what yes. I was kept on saying, because I just, I, I just love his game and we just, you know, looking at Derek Rose and Emmanuel quickly now, like what a strong, smart point guard can do for your offense. But regard. Yeah. Jaws, Jaws a problem. And Memphis probably isn't getting out of the series, but he's he's making sure that he's doing everything he can to to will them to to win. Something you know, something you brought up to me. Speaking of the Jazz, real quick, Donovan Mitchell out for Game One. Mm-hmm. Kind of he kind of uh, what are the words here? It was a surprise to him. That he was out for he was game not one? happy. Yes. Yeah. He was not happy. It was uh he was blindsided is the 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 term I'd probably use for it. Uh blindsided by it. Uh definitely not uh the happiest camper. Uh and and if they weren't such a good team, uh if they weren't the one seed, uh I'm I'm pretty damn sure that he would be like, you know what? I'm just I'm just letting you guys know, like, this is my last, if we don't make it to the next round, like, ah, this is my last series with you. Uh, and, and I'm gone, but um, they, they have built a powerhouse out there, right. Who who would sit here and think that the jazz uh, would be that, but with him, with uh, Rudy Gobert, you know, uh, those, those two, that, that one, two combo right there alone uh, is, which was, in jeopardy at the beginning of the pandemic because of what Rudy did uh, and to kind of see where they're at now, like kind of put their differences to the side and just it's straight ball. Donovan Mitchell could have been a Nick. John Morant could have uh. been a Nick, right? Um, Steph Curry could have been a Nick. I, I'm not going to keep doing this to you, Sam, because that's torture to you and I love you. So 
But these these Why are the type of players. The Knicks. We're not talking about the Knicks. Well, I brought. I already told Come you on, that. Man. I think I already told you that. I think Donovan's still going to go to the Knicks anyway. But that's a whole other topic. Um, I I think that whole sending him out was it was huge. I mean, they they took control of the series, and this could have been way worse. Uh, but that's just like Chris Paul. Chris Paul today, or excuse me, when you guys hear this, the day after, uh, Monty Williams was going to sit Chris Paul. Chris Paul said, hell no. Literally was his response. Hell no. I'm not sitting out. And you see the difference that Chris Paul makes when he's in the game and when he's not in the game, right? Um, and, and it kind of goes into our, our next point, which would be the Lakers, uh, which, which Sam, I... I, I want to see what you have to say about the Jazz first, but I also want to see if you truly think that the Lakers are in trouble. So I'm going to leave this to you. Well, if Donovan Mitchell plays like he did last night, mm-hmm. was it last night, Saturday night? It was last night, yep. Then, yeah, I think this series is over. I agree. Um, and Rudy Gobert on his way to another Defensive Player of the Year award. And, uh, yeah, I don't think... I don't think it's much of a, a question there, but I don't either. Something I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple of months from now something is brewing with Donovan. Maybe the disgruntled, upset uh, NBA superstar card is now being uh, shown in Utah now because there's always somebody, right? It was could it have been Bradley Beal? It was Russ? It was Chris Paul at one point? You know, where is it, you know, where is it going and what it could it be in Utah? Yeah, for sure. Those rumors will probably start because something something's um, something's going on in Utah. But uh, yeah, so my thoughts are, I think this uh, series will eventually just go the jazz way. But interesting to to hear what you have to say on Braun. You you alluded to it already. I got some thoughts, too. The series is now tied up at two after the. Uh, the Suns won today, Sunday, and go ahead, that, take it away, man. That series is going seven games. Yeah, I don't care what anybody says. That series is going seven games because the Lakers are the defending champs. They don't want to go out, right? But the Suns are the second seed, and they obviously are not slouches. They didn't get there by luck. They worked to get themselves there. Um, Chris Paul, if you guys have been paying attention, Chris Paul is – has to be my favorite point guard of all time now. He's he surpassed pretty much everybody for me. Um, I just wish he would have a ring already, but he doesn't. Uh, Chris Paul plays a mix of old school basketball point guard and in the modern day. Uh, he just needs to stay healthy. And if he can, I'm telling you right now, I, I, I think the winner of that series is going to be the winner of the Western Conference Finals. So whoever... Oh. Whoever wins that series is going to be the winner of the Western Conference Finals. That's my pick right now, right? Um, but Bron, um, I love you, dude. You're you're redoing Space Jam. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, I did find out, which I wish I didn't hear, and I'm gonna ruin it for you guys because they ruined it for me. Apparently, Michael Jordan's making a cameo in it. Um, which I was so upset that I scrolled through Twitter and got to read somebody's wow, thing. Spoiler alert. Yep. So I'm spoiling it for you guys because it was spoiled for me. Yes, I am a sore loser. Deal with it. Um, but what Bron's been doing uh, in his flopping, I'm not with it whatsoever. 
my man fell and was on the ground for 80 seconds rolling around got up there was a fight walked away all this stuff and i'm just like bron come on stop now the other day him him and jay uh jay crowder uh he literally walks over jay crowder and tells him that he stinks (laughs) he's saying it to him standing right next to him and then walks in front of jay crowder and trips and falls and flops is exactly the term that I'm going to use. It's here. turning into soccer, man. Oh, 100%. And like well, he gets it from his boy. His boy AD is like the king of flopping oh, right now. Well, it's it's I'm going to blame it on the European players coming over uh, because they were the ones that brought it into the league because of their love for uh, football. Uh, so that that's that's where that came from. But my man, Bron, literally flopped in the ground, fell. They call Crowder for a foul. LeBron hopped back up, ran back down the court, put his hands on his knees, and just started laughing. And I was just like, "This is, this is what, this is what basketball is now. You're the best player in the world, and you're just flopping everywhere, crying, rolling on the ground, doing all this. Watch people get poked in their eye, get back up quicker than him. This man literally does not even get touched. Falls on the ground, is rolling around for eighty seconds. Bron, I know what you've done." I'm not questioning your resume. I'm not questioning who you are as a person, but I'm questioning your antics as of recent. And I'm going to need you to stop just for everybody's own sanity. Please stop. Just play ball. That's it. Just play ball. Yeah. And this, this Lakers team is kind of in, I won't say shambles. I don't really know what it is. They they haven't been a cohesive unit. They haven't really been playing Bron's been out. AD's been out. Now AD was out, had to leave game four. Who knows, you know, he was already hurt going into the game. Who knows what game five has in store, but if the Lakers are going to play this way, yeah, you know, the Suns might, the Suns might just take the series. And I think it's definitely going to go the distance because there's a lot of basketball left to be played at this point. I kind of hope the Suns take it. Um, I know my pick is the Lakers, but I kind of hope the Suns take it because if you're going to play basketball like that, like, I don't think you deserve it. Like if you're going to get little cheap frill, like, yeah, it's like like they get fouled. Yeah. They're not even getting fouled yet. And they're looking to where the ref is. Yes. And I understand that you have have seniority in the league, right? That you're a superstar in the league. Oh, he's just a living hall of famer, right? He's a living legend. Of course. course. Both, both of them, AD and LeBron, right? Yeah. AD's AD's going to the hall of fame. Yeah. Easily. So you're getting these calls that you know that you're going to get. They're, they're going to look at you. They're going to be like, okay, like you guys get these calls, right? Great. Got it. Understood. But it's like, do you really want to win that way? Or do you want to win with like dominating? Like, so they were having fun. The Lakers were having fun. Uh, game. What was that? Game three? What game? What was game tonight? Tonight? It was game four tonight, right? Game four was tonight. Yes. Yeah. So game three. They were having Lakers having fun. They were toying with the Suns. Oh, yeah, we got this, blah, blah, blah. Tonight, different story. Bron was James Crowder or James Crowder grabbed him to stop him from going up. LeBron told him to get the F off me, right? It's like, oh, just the other day you were telling him to stink. You fell on the ground, right? So you were a sore loser. I get it, bro. Like, you're a sore loser. I've noticed this a while ago about Bron, but he's Bron, right? So you, you can't say much about him. But he's a sore loser, bro, and and, and it it kind of irritates me to see how how when you're losing, how you how you take it, right? I don't like losing either, but it's like it shows me who you are as a person when you lose, what you do, 
And yeah, he's been doing it for a while. Yes, yes. It's, I don't, it's I don't the like the one glaring. It's the one glaring uh, aspect of his game right now. Yes, yes. I just want to let you know, Kyrie is absolutely going off. He finally started showing up in this. At, he's at listening to you, man. This I, is live. I, he, We're watching he, this game. Live. I, I tried to tell you, this is the one person that needs to show up. He didn't show up yep. last game. He's showing up this game, and that's exactly what he needed to do to get it out of his system. And this is what they need for them to win. I will say for the Celtics real quick, as we kind of transition out of the NBA here, uh, your boy, Jason, our boy, Jason Tatum, game three, dropping 50 and just having his way with, oh. with the Nets. Um, was it Friday night? I think it was Thursday yeah, night. Yeah, I don't remember. Night. Uh, just, man, if that's the only way I think the Celtics win this series, and I think it's it's pretty much over. But, um, man, Jason Tatum, without Jalen Brown and, you know, a cast of characters there, just putting the team on his back and just, just balling out. I I hate Duke players. <laughs> I hate Duke players. And it's crazy because in this series, the two Duke players that I, I like you got are Kyrie. One's on my team is Kyrie. Uh, and then uh, you got Jason Tatum. And both of them are absolutely phenomenal players. And both are two players that are beloved by a gentleman that is no longer here. And that would be Kobe Bryant. Uh, both were invited to private workouts. Both were highly uh, uh, talked to, sought after by Kobe uh, and seeing them as the future of the NBA. And, and they've both proven that. I mean, Kyrie's been essentially that since he came in the NBA with his handle. And Jason Tatum putting up a 50 clip and multiple this season. Uh, he's a lovable guy. How, how could you not like him? Holding his son at the end of the game, you know, his son running down the court, like what's going on? Like this, this guy is a really likable guy. Like he doesn't do things that he's just a, he's a humble superstar. And I really, really like Jason Tatum. I hate that he plays for the Celtics, but I really, really like Jason Tatum. And I think, I hope he flourishes, man. I really, really do. I really, really do. Yeah, just not sure. not this series. That's it. <laughs> could have been a 76er, man. He could he That's, could have been. Just yeah, imagine what how scary a that crazy was. trade in Oof. hindsight. Oof. Markel Fultz for Jameson mm. Tatum. Mm. Uh, I, I know they were that. Embiid, Embiid, Tatum, and Ben Simmons trust the process. Oh man, that'd be filthy. That would be that would be oh dangerous. God. All right. It's time to we're gonna we're gonna play our favorite segment, Do You Care? and talk about someone else who's filthy and we absolutely love their game julio jones mm. uh the atlanta falcons continue to field calls on their all pro receiver <laughs> and the seahawks are the latest team to pop up as a possible trade candidate according to espn's diana rossini other teams involved patriots ravens titans others others as well those are just some here i'll ask two-part question okay Hayes, do you care second Julio is going to get traded post June one. I think it's he's already said so on <laughs> on national TV, even though he didn't know he was on national TV. Did he but, did he come out and say that he actually? Oh, I don't know. know I'm, a, there? I'm assuming. Oh, you're assuming. Yes. Okay. I'm okay, assuming when he when Shannon Sharp called him that he didn't know he was live on TV. But whatever. Where do you want to see Julio go? So first, before I get into that, if Julio didn't know that Shannon Sharp was calling him. Uh, I have opinion like Shannon Sharp. I call him Uncle Shannon, right? Because he he does some things as an uncle would do, right? 
And this is a part of it. Like if you called him and you know that you're going to be on national TV and you didn't tell him that you're going to be on national TV asking this question, like that's, that's bad journalism. That's bad that's reporting. That's, journalism. that's, that's terrible. That's like irresponsible. You don't, man. Yeah, 100%. You don't set somebody up like that. Cause that's, that's the last time Julio is probably going to get on the phone with you and be like, all right, bro. Like you set me up with this. This is over and done with. All right. So that's that. It probably helped them too. Yeah, it did. It perpetuated and, the the yeah. trade, you know, conversation for sure. Uh, but still, I, I wouldn't want to be in a position like I wouldn't be if you called me up, Sam, and, and we had talked about something and you put me on the spot and I had everybody listening to me. It's just like, oh, well, I guess now they all know after finding out about this. Right. That would be terrible. Um, so I I do care uh, because Julio, in my opinion, has been uh in the top three of wide receivers for the past, uh, what has he been in the league for the past 10 years? Uh, even if uh, yeah. Maddie, Maddie melted ice uh, has been throwing him the ball. Um, <laughs> I, I still feel that uh, he's, he's in that position. Right. So I do care. Uh, you mentioned one name of one team, which <laughs> uh, I, I thought was hilarious because they're always in everything like this when we always talk about this kind of stuff, the Patriots. Um, so that's number one, right? Um, seeing that the Seahawks are now in for them, which is, is another thing. I hope he goes to the Chargers, right? But I'm going to shout out Farkas on this one. Uh, he said, I'd like to see them go, see him go to the Cardinals. And when he said that, I thought about it. And I sat there and I was just like, man, do you know how cold of a wide receiver room that is? You have Julio on one side, you have D Hop on the other side, and you have Larry Fitz playing in the slot. If and he comes have, back, yeah, he'll come AJ, back for that. <laughs> I don't. There's no. There's no doubt in my mind that he'll come back for that. And AJ Green's on the Cardinals too, man. Oh my gosh, bro. Oh. And Christian Kirk. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And uh, uh oh yeah, our boy Kyler Murray. Yes, yes. And then like I told you before, and no offensive line. No offensive line still, but they're also building that defense as you and I talked about during the draft and prior to the draft. So they are I, I said it before, I'll say it again. They are building something out there. I see Julio going out west. It's gonna I it's it's either Chargers or uh Cardinals somehow, some way to me. I, w- I hope he doesn't go to Seattle because Brian Schottenheimer, if you if you listen back to when Jeremiah was co-hosting with me while I, you were out for a couple weeks, man, yes. we went on that tangent. But Brian Schottenheimer is not an offensive uh, coordinator for today's game, I'll say. And to have DK, Tyler Lockett, and Julio Jones, he would legit not know what to do. He would not let Russ cook. So... <laughs> I'll say that the Chargers, man, that would be dirty. I hope to God he doesn't go to the Patriots. Go anywhere but the Patriots. Yes, yes. I think I'm a Jets fan. And I say that, but I think other non-Jet fans. No, no, are, no. As a non-Jet fan, yeah, I, I'm saying it. Yes, no, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to see him go there. Nowhere near there. So I, I'd like to. I don't. I don't really care where he goes. I just don't want him to go to the Patriots. I guess that's my answer. I'll, I, I'll tell you one thing. My my boys. Uh, my boys definitely reached out, but their cap is terrible, so they can't really do anything about it. But they reached out. I'm sure there's a. I'm sure everybody in the league has probably reached out at this point. I think you have to. Yeah, you, there's no point. way you don't. Um, 
Yeah, and I set up our pre-draft, uh, our pre-draft show, the Atlanta, or maybe free agency. The the Atlanta cap is upside down. They got to make sure these is. moves. And who knows if if Matty Ice's days are number two, um, just because it's upside down. New head coach, new GM in, in Atlanta. So uh, it's time to, you know, kind of just make the next moves to set up your uh, the post mat. Ryan Julio Jones era is soon for sure. Moving on to maybe post eras. Uh, I have to shout out longtime ESPN anchor Kenny Maine. His last episode of Sports Center was last week. One of my favorite Sports Center anchors for sure. And he had a a Ron Rod Rodgers, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers on. Uh, and he opened up about the situation in Green Bay. He said, with my situation, it's never been about the draft pick, picking Jordan Love. Rogers told Bain, I love Jordan. He's a great kid. We've had a lot of fun. Uh, it's been a lot of fun to work together. Love coaching, love teammates, blah, blah, blah. Green Bay. Uh, it's been an incredible 16 years, but it comes down to philosophy and maybe forgetting that it's about the people that make the thing go. It's about character. It's about culture. It's about doing the right thing, essentially, yes. is what he said. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Basically, he went on to say too, he just won the th- his third MVP and threw a wrench into Green Bay's plans by you know playing well at 37 years old. I know if you care or not, so I'll ask you anyway. But Hayes, do you care? And what's next for AA Ron? I do care about the situation. Um, Normally, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is an absolute diva on a lot of stuff that he does. Um, I I know that people have have said he's a once in a generation uh, type arm. uh, And I agree with that. Uh, Does he deserve all the clout that he gets uh, and all the uh, passes that he gets? Uh, That's up for debate for me personally. No, he doesn't. Um, especially because he could have ran it for a first down and blamed the team for it, uh, for going for it. He he could have changed that that dynamic. Um, but that's that's that. Um, I think I think that with this whole situation that is is occurring with with Aaron and how he kind of finally laid out exactly how he felt. Like I appreciate him him being transparent in that fact he was I don't want to give him full credit and say he was like fully transparent but he was enough for us to kind of really like understand what's going on um I I I honestly don't think his relationship in Green Bay uh is repairable I I think they should should move on I also don't think it's fair for Jordan Love uh because now the wide receivers for uh, the Packers are sitting out and, and have not reported to uh, training camp uh, thus far, or what is it a uh, voluntary training camp? Uh, so that's hurting Jordan love at this point. So it's either move him or get rid of uh, uh, why can I never pronounce some boy's name? What's the GM's name? Uh, Gooden. What the hell is Gooden his name? Cursed. Yeah. Whatever the hell his name. Gooden. Gooden. That's what we call him. Gooden. <laughs> uh, get rid okay. of him. Yeah. Get rid of him. Um, I think which... what makes this hard is like Green Bay doesn't have an owner. Yes. Right? They're like yes. owned by like 
the people of Green Bay or whoever wants to own. Yeah, which is kind of a very unique thing in sports. Um, but there's no owner and it's you know, I yeah, I I think Rogers is is gone at some point. They're gonna try to get as much back as possible, but if he misses minicamp, which is next week or in two weeks, he's, mm-hmm. he could get fined up to like $93,000. That obviously doesn't mean much to Rogers. Him. No, yeah. you know, I'm not trying to be in anyone else's pockets, but the dude makes millions, 20 million a year, maybe more, right? 30 million a year. I have no idea. Um, Can I stop so, you there for a second? Yeah. What's Sam, Sam, if I'm in that position, man, um, I like money. <laughs> so, uh, I don't care how many millions I'm getting, but ninety three thousand uh, dollars. Right, that's what I said. I'm not trying I to be in that. anyone's. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm just. I'm, I'm just saying between. In pocket. I'm saying just between you and me. If we leveling yeah, yeah, yeah. with one another, like that's a lot of money to me. Like I don't care how wealthy I get. That's a lot that you can do there. That's like multiple vacations. That's all I'm saying. Well, it sounds like he's not. He's not going. So he's yeah, no, You know, will the Packers find him? Is another kind of question. A question They're for true. another podcast, but. Um, where, where do you think he's going? Where do you want to see him go? I know we've talked about this, but you know we can change our our minds with new information. They're trading him out of the NFC. There's yeah. no way that he stays in the NFC because they don't. If they get rid of him, they don't want to see him there. But just imagine if there's a, a three team deal, like they can trade him to somebody else, but that team would be like, okay, we're trading him here, which I highly doubt another team would do because if you get the opportunity to have Aaron Rodgers you're going to keep him. So I, I see him huh. where, where I think it's hard because a lot of this, the quarterback situations have been kind of locked up with the draft and free agency yeah. Broncos kind of seem like a glare, you know, kind of seem like the spot they've been pretty active with trying yes. to, to get a quarterback. Um, and John Elway likes his uh, late thirties quarterbacks. And, you know, you know what? That would be F- dirty. F it, Sam. He's going to the Raiders. Ooh. Just going to say it. He's going to go to the Raiders. Just going to put it out John there. Gruden. John Gruden and Aaron Rodgers. That'd be something to see. That would be something to see. I mean, he would be in Vegas. You know what I mean? He's not too far from California. That's a five, six-hour drive. Uh, so he can easily get home. Uh, but you're in Vegas. You know what I mean? He's, he's, a, he's officially married now. I know they were out in Hawaii. Um, oh, did they get married? I, I know they were out in Hawaii. I don't know. I think they were there for their honeymoon and whatnot, but uh, I, I, uh, I, 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 I maybe I don't know if they officially or not. I, I, it's none of my business, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm just gonna throw that out there. That's gonna be my dark horse is the Raiders. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't, I, I think going to the Broncos would be crazy. Yes, with um, all those Cortland Sutton and uh, jerry judy and and the running backs i got that that would be uh you know certainly win now yes um and the raiders too i've heard those rumblings too i just john gruden aaron Rodgers. i don't see it man but you'd probably be surprised i think they can coexist yeah maybe maybe uh here's some some older news that wanted to include last week but something i know we want to talk about ESPN Films will produce a multi-part documentary series on Derek Jeter entitled The Captain. The series will premiere on ESPN in 2022. 
directed by Emmy winner Randy Wilkins and executive produced, among others, but executive produced by Spike Lee uh, with the help of Major League Baseball and the Players' Tribune. The series will feature a candid access to Jeter, franchise icon for the Yankees, um, and you know his him being the captain and also his post-playing career as he leads the Miami Marlins. Hayes, do you care? Yes. I know. <laughs> yes. Let's go. I saw this and I was extremely ecstatic, but I think those that are baseball fans are ecstatic to see this because Derek Jeter was so private yeah. in his life. And we live in New York, Sam. We're Yankee fans. We live in New York. And even still living here, living an hour and a half north of New York City, still didn't know about this man's lifestyle outside of the care packages that he gave the women. The rumors. <laughs> yeah, the, the rumors of the care packages that he gave the women upon them leaving uh, his penthouse suite. Um, I, I would love, if it's anything in depth, like the Jordan doc, Sam, I feel like our minds are going to be absolutely blown of finding out certain things about Derek because there's just things we just don't know about him. Right. I think he's still, I mean, to New York, he's a hero and an icon, but he's polarizing elsewhere. Yes. You know, you get the analytics people that are like, he wasn't really good defensively. So he's not really that great. And then people just wanting to hate on him because he's a Yankee, but yeah, to Yankee fans, he really, you know, he's the captain, but he really, as you mentioned, is so private, says nothing, rides the line, right? He's very much like Aaron Judge now, right? Um, but also owns or is an owner in the Players' Tribune, which is like giving players a voice, which has always seemed so ironic to me because he's, Derek Jeter was probably the most private of yes. big name New York celebrities or, or players rather. Um, I'm really interested to see this if it's done anything like the Jordan doc or any, any 30 for 30, any ESPN film. Um, it's, it's going to, it's going to be great. I'm looking, even looking forward to the Tom Brady one that I think comes out the end of this year or maybe next year. Um, and it's the same kind of thing, right? You hate Tom Brady if you're not in new England, but you'll still be glued to watching this thing. So, so um, here, here's the thing. I think, I think people hate Tom Brady more than they hate Derek Jeter um, because you, you have the likes of Alex Bregman uh, that, that idol idol Derek Jeter, Troy Tulowitzki. Sure, There's a whole uh, generation yeah, so a of slew of them, right. Yeah. That, and, and that, that jump throw at shortstop, like that's iconic. And that was made essentially by DJ like that. That's who he did. Like his, again, you, you said it perfectly. And, and I want to kind of just, put the icing on the cake here is analysts say that he wasn't the the best shortstop. He wasn't the most defensive. A rod was better than him at shortstop, yada, yada, yada. But, but Jeter has the rings and Jeter is one of the most iconic players who ever graced a baseball field. So I, I just, I, I'm just really amped to see this. And I still, still need to know who the one person was that yeah. didn't vote for him because I need to know who it is. That person. I wonder if that'll be in that. I that, hope it is. So one, one voter uh, did not put Derek Jeter on the hall of fame ballot the year that he was eligible. And he actually goes in this year 
uh, well, for the 2020 class is going in this year. So uh, one one Major League Baseball writer left him off the ballot, and it still has not been disclosed who that player is, and he would have been the first unanimous. Um, no, did he go in before Mariano? Yes, he did. Mo was the second. Mo came. Well, no. Yeah. He no. no I think Mo, Mo was first. first. Mo was first. Yeah. Mo was and unanimous, was and yep. then uh, Jeter would have been the but second. Second. But, yep. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll find out one day. Uh, that's up there with like the Kennedy assassination, with just world secrets, man. UFOs. <laughs> to uh, Bigfoot, who left Derek Jeter off the ballot? It's, it's all in there. We can. We can. I care. I can't wait to watch this. It's going to be great. Um, shout out to ESPN Films. Yes. Hey, guess what? It's time for UFC Corner with Sam Favada. What? Mind blown. Oh. You ready? Oh. I watched UFC last week. What did, what did you watch exactly, Sam? It was uh, Rob Font. I have to look this up because I don't quite remember. And uh, Cody <laughs> Garbrandt. I watched it. One of my best friends, Mike, came over who is uh, loves Brandon's UFC Corner. Thank you. Is trying to get it sponsored. Thank you. Uh, one of my really good friends, and we had a, a guys' weekend as you were out in Ocean wherever City. Ocean City partying it up. I was partying up here in uh in the Hudson Valley. Yes. And um, we watched some UFC, and it was a, a great card, great did, night. Did Cody win? Because I didn't see. I didn't even look no, at any of the highlights. No, Rob Font like beat him up pretty good. Okay. It was yeah, crazy. I, but, I didn't get to watch any sports while I was down there, which is upsetting. Actually, I watched the the Knicks choke in a in a whole house full of Knicks fans, which was amazing for me. Wow, that must have been fun. It was great um, for me. Yes, I took pictures of it that I'll send to you to, to to prove to you that it was on my screen. I was really looking forward to talking about this last week, but we didn't have a podcast. So, so there's that. Um, and that so Rob Font won. I don't know if there was UFC on yesterday, Saturday night. But, it was not that I know of. Yeah, nope. but I watched it and take that. I'm proud that you actually watched uh, a UFC uh, fight that nobody was paying attention to. Um, right, and that that's the that's the greatness about <laughs> this. It, it wasn't even a pay per view. Nope. Nope, it was, it was the, just the regular one. Saturday night. Yep, it was a random yep. one. But I'm glad you watched because this is you got to take baby steps sometimes yep, with people. Is. So yeah, that's it, man. I'm proud of Sam showing me pictures right now, which I'm very, very proud of. There you go. I took a evidence. picture sitting on my couch. This is my buddy receipts. Chris's feet. He has yeah, receipts. Right. Of this. I got a receipt. Look at him. That's been UFC corner with Sam Favada. Hi, this is this is ridiculous. I I feel I feel disrespected because he watched it knowing good and damn well that I wasn't around to watch or talk about it. So uh, I feel some type of way about Sam right now. Everybody, I just want to let you all know this. That was it. Yeah, I I thought that was hysterical that you were there, but um, again, get Mike get mike on this pod you guys can talk about ufc corner all day long but you're gonna talk about this because i'm next pay-per-view i'm going to come to your household and i'm hey, going to force on. you to watch this so we can talk about it just for the podcast Let's people i'm gonna make it happen for you when's the next one when's the pay-per-view uh now you now you put me on the spot all right I we'll gotta, talk about this offline down. we'll have a viewing party okay me you my dog you can bring your dog cool that works Probably my son will probably need to sleep. I'm not gonna put him in front of a UFC yeah, match. That's, just that's, yeah, that wouldn't be a good thing. But we'll 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 party it up. It'll be fun. Uh, 
I think I know the answer to this. What are you looking forward to this week? Nets closing the series out. Uh, seeing Sabrina play again. Uh, seeing what uh, the Yankees do, because this week is going to be the real test for them to see if they're actually a contender or a pretender uh, because they're facing the Rays and the Red Sox, two teams that uh, are ahead of them. So we're going to really get to see where they're at uh, and watching more uh, playoff basketball. That's can I tell I'm you really my, at. can I tell you my Yankee story for this past week? Yes. So we, I got tickets to great tickets to see the Yankees play the Toronto Blue Jays. This past Wednesday, mm-hmm. great seats from a from a friend, my buddy Mike, my buddy Chris, my brother Mike as well. We're uh, going from various places, right? I jump on the Metro North at like five o'clock or whatever. Five minutes later, find out the game's canceled, postponed. So we just ended up in the city watching basketball. Tried to get some Knicks tickets didn't quite work out they ended up winning the game so that would have been fun to watch but so i jump on metro north gets canceled so that's a a real bummer so then i end up getting the rescheduled tickets that i think are going to be for this friday june 4th against the red sox awesome right then i look at the weather it's gonna rain it's gonna rain (laughs) right so now i just we're just going to do this over again and maybe i don't know that's what sucks about the metro north take it but it's so great that it can go right into Yankee Stadium. Oh, this is an awful story but <laughs> it just kind of sucked to be all like amped up you're on a train full of knicks fans because they're all going to the garden and oh, you're like God. and then every one of them is walking by you like yo you know the game's canceled right and i'm like yeah you know you know yikes but, I pray for you, bro. That was my Yankee story. It's kind of boring. I pray uh, for you, Sam. I do. Thanks, bro. You're welcome. That's it. What I'm looking forward to this week are the same things. Big, big Yankee series. Hopefully the Knicks win, but they probably won't. And uh, see what happens with Bron Bron. Hopefully Luca can close out these Clippers. Dame can close out the uh, Nuggets. And... Um, and more Sabrina, our 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 buddy Jeremiah, who jumps on this pod every now and then, he uh, texts me that he's buying a Sabrina jersey. I endorsed it. I love it. I love he's, it. He's on the fan club. If we're starting it. a Sabrina and Esco fan club, oh don't it. don't worry. The, the the Chasing Points podcast is uh, a fan club of Sabrina. Yeah. Oh, totally. And uh, I I don't know if he bought it yet, but he was like. I'm going to buy this. So I'm like, good for you, man. I need to get on that. So good. Good. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So that's it, man. Hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for having your voice back. It's been fun. We Appreciate should do this it. again. Maybe, maybe right. for, for Brandon. I am Sam. Thank you so much for listening to chasing points podcast, wherever you do. So thank you. And we will see you next week. Uh, until then, follow us on Instagram at Chasing Points Podcast and uh, listen to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Peace. You know, it's not peace. You know what time it is. So I know the CDC said that you can, if you're vaccinated, you can go outside and, 
you know, no longer wear your mask. And we're not here to to judge if you're vaccinated or not. But uh, for those that aren't wearing masks anymore because they're able to do so, uh, I'm going to need you to take a little guidance that you learned about yourself in the past year and a half about how your breath smells. Uh, the mask was a gauge of you to smell your breath when you were inside the mask. It might have been hot dragon. Um, it might have smelt like straight garbage, Oscar the Grouch. Um, but what we're going to need you to do is if you're going to be outside with no mask on because you're vaccinated, we're going to need you to brush your teeth. The, the rules still apply here. We don't need stank breath in our face. Uh, we're going to appreciate you in advance. Love you for that. Thank you. If you got hot breath, I might direct you to the bathroom and go to the store and buy you some toothpaste from the Dollar Tree if there's one close to you. So on that note, keep your breath fresh. Love y'all. Peace.